0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one ruthless little hobbit at a time. (laughs) I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And today we're talking about Minute 164, which starts with Aowen's face, uh, still panicked, but it quickly transitions away to the rest of the battle, and ends with a bunch of Gondorian soldiers watching a door as it's being uh, attempted to be broken by an ogre, or not an ogre, a troll. Ogre's on in this story.
1: I think you're mixing your dungeons with your dragons. I think so.
0: We were talking about dragons last minute. <laughs> no, and my I brain know. was on Dungeons and Dragons. Stuff. <laughs> but yeah, this uh this minute. So earlier with was it last week? We we're talking with with Joe about them not wanting to show Pippin be too violent with Denethor. Yes. And here we see uh Mary being pretty brutal.
1: With humans.
0: With humans. And
1: orcs alike.
0: Yes. But right, because uh it's an orc that he slashes the throat of, right? Yes. But the the guys he just hacks down are Hierodrim. Yes. Then he gets picked up by an orc and slashes the orc's throat and then stabs yeah, him in the stomach twice. The
1: first the first one that he takes down is um uh, pretty sure a Haradrim.
0: Mm-hmm. Mary kills three or four people in this minute.
1: Like at least. Dude, Mary is a like
0: beast yeah he's a little boss
1: um i uh so i wanted to correct uh myself like eowyn isn't panicking because she lost mary eowyn is panicking because her uncle is surrounded that's true and she goes to help him um and i like that he kind of he like looks at her and he's just like wait a minute
0: yeah they wanted this kind of maybe it's a recognition shot yeah maybe it's a I don't know what, what, what soldier that is shot yeah like it, it leave it kind of vague but it's it, is that is that Eowyn I, I told her to leave
1: I like reading it as a recognition but yeah. like he can't do anything about it because yeah. like he's also trying to fight for his life
0: yeah swinging his sword around Eowyn also kills three four orcs or Haradrim yep. in this minute and then gets assaulted 1v1's by Gothmog, Gothmog. Uh, she doesn't, she doesn't kill him. She slashes him in the leg and, and starts to walk away. Yeah. Because he he's clearly way stronger than her, the way that he hacks at her with his sword. Mm-hmm. But because he doesn't have two usable arms, his swings are slow. Yes. But, you know, my boy, Gothmog.
1: I like that she just decks him in the face. Yeah, no,
0: that, I love that moment too. She just, he roars in her face and she just punches him. Get out of here. What are you doing, but yeah we got the we got the big model of the Momokil kill in the background in most of this minute,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I think um Mary is obviously the most violent hobbit, right? yeah,
0: clearly, hundred percent he must have grew up he must have grew up wrestling or fighting with his cousins or something I don't know
1: he's got some anger issues he needs to work out.
0: Well, you think I mean,
1: Bormir taught him that
0: maybe. <laughs> It's like, if there's anything you're angry about, carry it into the fight. It's yeah. fine. Stab
1: him in the stab him in the gut.
0: Right. I, I really, so, I mean, we bring up Game of Thrones all the time, but I really Stick imagine. Stick him with the pointy end. Yeah, in. the Jon Snow Arya Stark thing. Stick yeah. him with the pointy end. Yeah. Just help, help him marry and Pippin. And he's just, he's so proud of Mary. He's just like, ah, oh, you really, you really took to this little buddy. Bormir's just looking down at him from the halls of Mondos. Just, ah.
1: Oh. Aww. I'm so Aww. proud of that little
0: guy. Look at him. Killing orcs. Killing oh people god. twice his size. I taught him that.
1: <laughs> he learned that from me.
0: For real though, that's a brutal way to kill somebody. He gets picked up by an orc and he slashes him at the throat.
1: It stabs him like three times. stabs him
0: two or three times right in the gut.
1: Oh my god. Get him. Mary is lucky too because he like emerges from like right by that that thing.
0: Yeah, he's lucky he isn't crushed.
1: Yeah. Poor horse. R.I.P.
0: Yeah. Just, man, stab, I feel- Stab, <laughs> it's a, don't want to show Pippin being violent towards Denethor, but Mary gets to kill four guys on screen.
1: It's fine.
0: Pippin killed one guy, I guess.
1: Is it because- eh. do you think it's because the humans are masked? Maybe. Is it- or is it because they're bad guys? Denethor's a bad guy. At that point, Denethor is objectively a bad guy. Yeah, I- <clears throat>
0: I think we're still supposed to be, like, sympathetic to Denethor all the way through, to a certain extent. I have
1: never been sympathetic with
0: Denethor. See, but I think we're supposed to be. I think we're supposed to recognize well, maybe, that this okay, guy I mean, is, is beyond the pale as far as his, his mental state.
1: I guess I have been a little bit sympathetic. Have we? I don't know. No, I stand by my original statement. I have never been sympathetic with Denethor. He was a good man, maybe, at one point. At
0: one point. Before his wife died, and he started looking into the Palantir and seeing, uh, being shown images of black Taking ships. Taking out all of his
1: crap on his son.
0: Right, because he's, uh, the thing about the Palantir is that he's being shown images of the black ships, the fleet from the the Corsairs of Amar arriving. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that as soon as that happens, the fight's just over. And that's what he kind of implies with some of his dialogue, that, you know, you can't win. Because there's more stuff coming, but he never says that. Right. Uh, but even if Sauron can see slightly into the future and like pluck images out to show him through the Palantir, he's not showing him the whole the whole story of the ships. Yeah, which is also which is a which is a nice thing in the book. It's actually one of the one of the times that I think uh, Tolkien uses foreshadowing really well in the book itself, because that's that's made really apparent. It's set up, and then the payoff is that the black ships arrive with Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli on them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's uh, it takes the expectation that it's just going to keep getting darker and then turns it around at the moment that Denethor thought all hope was going to be lost. Yeah. And I like that. I think that's a really cool thing to do. But we don't get that in the movie because they don't even have the damn Pal- Palantir, Denethor's Palantir, in this movie. And they should. Mm-hmm. Even though they imply that it's there.
1: Well, when we, Denethor says, uh, I have seen it. Extended edition stuff, right? Yeah. Aragorn goes to see it, and he's just like, I'm coming for you, Sorrow. No, that's
0: the that's the Palantir he, they brought from Rohan. Oh, is it? Yeah. He uncovers it. He's been carrying it in his bag, or Gandalf had it or something. Weird. It's not the one from, from Gondor. Okay. It's not the, the Minas Tirith one, but it should be.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
0: I'm pretty sure it's the one from Gondor. We'll get there. Or the one from Rohan, but we'll get there. Because they probably didn't, what, which is actually the one from Isengard, but because they probably didn't want to show two in the movie. Why? I don't know. Like, maybe they didn't want to have they to They already do the did the digital twice.
1: effect Why? Right.
0: I don't know. Maybe they thought it would be confusing if there were two for audiences that weren't familiar with some of the deeper lore about the Palantir.
1: They've already established it's an evil artifact that you communicate with Sauron. If it's in right. Denethor's chambers, it's like, oh, that's the thing that made him the way he is. Right.
0: But maybe that reads too close to the influence that caused Saruman to be evil. I don't know. I mean, I can. see- Who cares? It's the same evil, right? I mean, I can, I can see reasons they would have used to justify dropping it. Runtime is also another one. Yes, like establishing the Palantir in Minas Tirith is also like another thing to do.
1: I think. Okay, listen. We buckled up for the extended edition. Right. Yeah. Just, just extend it. No, give me another hour. I don't care. (laughs) No, no, no. Please, no. Not another hour to watch.
0: (laughs) Just in general to watch another hour to watch. I wouldn't have minded years ago. another hour of doing this maybe that's <laughs> that's a big ask but another hour to watch i don't know, I don't mind so much <laughs> I, there there has to be like 12 hour cuts of all three of these movies yeah
1: we keep talking about the hypothetical like extended extended edition
0: someday maybe it'll come a out super
1: plus what did we call a super like maximum pulse plus ultra yeah
0: the the plus ultra extended edition whatever yeah. go beyond <laughs> but yeah so I'm kind of ta- I kind of wanted to bring that up now because I don't think we're going to talk about it next week when the ships come up because we're going to be talking about Aeon all week next week. Yeah, of course. So,
1: it's Aeon week, th- We're talking about the,
0: the, the Palantir and the Black Ships thing. It's just a little piece of the, of the story in the book that I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and they, they never establish the Palantir in Minas Tirith. And then we get a different Palantir scene with Aragorn. It's whatever it is. It, it's whatever.
1: Can you believe we have, like,
0: an hour left.
1: Like 80 minutes left in this movie.
0: I know. <laughs> it's so much. I
1: keep thinking about, like, dude, we haven't even gotten to, like, this and this and this. Like, the, the Aragorn thing. Yeah. Like, Aragorn's not even here. I <laughs> he hasn't even shown up yet.
0: <laughs> I mentioned this before. Like, you, if you, from right now, if you assume. It's a whole last movie. Yeah, if you get to the, the end of Pelnor Fields, you're like, cool, Pelnor Fields is over. What's the next thing that happens? Okay, Sam, re- Sam goes into the Tower of Pirithungal. Sam and Frodo cross the fields of Mount Doom. They wrap up the the aftermath of the battle in Minas Tirith. Yeah. They talk about what they're going to do next. Oh my god. Aragorn and his army goes to the Black Gate. Yeah. Frodo and Sam tussle with Gollum and Mount Doom destroy the ring. The eagles show up and save them. <laughs> Aragorn's coronation. You're spoiling
1: the movie. <laughs> Aragorn's
0: coronation. They go back to the Shire. Right. There's, there's, there's like 15, 20 more scenes left in this movie.
1: At least, yeah. Well, it's just, it's so funny because like... I feel like Denethor's death was like our first big milestone like yes. hell yeah this is happening it's the beginning of the end
0: and there's <laughs> jokes on you left. there's over an hour of movie there's, left there's there's a feature length movie like <laughs> on the other end of <laughs> Denethor's death
1: but you know what i mean like we have yeah. Denethor's death we have like theaden speech that's a big one
0: yeah
1: Eowyn week next week
0: they're all climaxes yeah
1: bam 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 just line them up knock them down
0: yeah like the the multiple endings this movie have are not just the fade to blacks it's all this other stuff that happens
1: oh no 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 we i i have always taken the multiple endings to be the the fades
0: yeah i mean i think that's the way most people say it but if you if you talk about the way that this movie just hits so many things well, that no, would be I the mean, climax is like, an end of a movie if a it climax was a does story. not the
1: end make Norman.
0: But it, it reaches, so there's all these, like, there's all these climaxes and then little payoffs and, and little bits of, of quiet moments where in a, in a sane story, that would be <laughs> the climax and then the cool down to the end. But that's not what happens here. Well,
1: I, no, I like the, the build because it just keeps building and building and building.
0: Yeah. The scope goes crazy. Yeah. In this movie. But in a, in a, in a more sane, uh, 100 minute production, <laughs> any of these climaxes would be the climax of the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and then we'd be done. Like we'd have the you know, 10, like 15 ten fifteen minutes. Again, we have like,
1: like twenty main characters.
0: I know, so they all you need an end to do their that. Arc. Yeah. yeah,
1: and uh, like a satisfactory one. That is crazy. Do you know how crazy that is? Yeah, like pretty much oh, no. everyone gets no, no, a satisfying no. ending to their story.
0: Trust me, That's I know.
1: Ridiculous.
0: I I know how crazy it is, and th- this movie proved that audiences were able like movie going audiences were able to follow this many named characters being major characters in a narrative across multiple years.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't they?
0: Uh I mean there's there's always been this um like this
1: I know there's like a skepticism this to, like not do this. Yeah, yeah. About like the um
0: the average movie goer. Yeah,
1: but I think you're doing them a disservice yeah. by dumbing down media.
0: Yeah. But I like. Um, I think that these movies and Harry Potter, and the size of the cast and the length of the franchise. Harry Potter is eight movies. This one's only three. But yeah. Um, but I think that these movies with the large cast across multiple years, uh, way larger cast than franchise move than than movies tend to have. Fast and the Furious is also uh, from around this same time, which has a massive cast. Uh, Dude, I think the, the su-
1: don't those movies go like go nuts? Like, yeah.
0: So I think the success. Is there
1: time travel in those?
0: I don't know. <laughs> so I think so. I think the success of those large cast franchise movies in the early two thousands set the stage for the MCU, probably in more ways than they're generally given credit for.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: I don't hear people talk about that that much, but I think that Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Fast and the Furious, I, I mean- helped kind of set up for studios Harry to be more Potter, comfortable with that.
1: Harry Potter, I think, because, like, at its core, you're following these three characters.
0: Right. But how many characters can you name from Harry Potter that have a significant impact on the story in each movie?
1: From the movies? See, but that's difficult, because I'm more familiar with the books.
0: Or even in the book. So, like, but in the movies, with the exception that they pretty much just deleted Peeves, it's pretty much the same.
1: I mean... As far as
0: major characters and how they impact the plot.
1: Uh... Uh, wrong show.
0: <laughs> True. True. But you're still looking at more than half a dozen. Yeah. In each movie. But which is a lot.
1: I, I I will say, Lord of the Rings, you start off with like- You just dial it up. Ten main characters.
0: No, we start the movie with with two. Frodo and Sam. And we pick them and up Gandalf. as we Gandalf. And Gandalf. Yeah, but we pick them up as we go. Like the the fellowship is awesome because of how it picks everyone up as you go along in the story. Yeah. It doesn't front load it. But yeah, so but I think that I think that this like era of movie making and the expanding of casts doesn't get the credit to it uh trace back to it as much on uh things that happen in well, movie I mean, making like, nowadays. Oh uh, or if started about ten if years. If we're ago. talking
1: about the MCU, when did Iron Man come out? Like two thousand five? Two thousand eight. Really?
0: Isn't it, I think it was two
1: thousand eight.
0: No. We were not in high school when that movie came out.
1: I thought we were.
0: I'm pretty sure Iron Man's two thousand eight.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's two thousand eight because it was ten years yes, of the MCU. 2008.
1: Yes, you're correct.
0: When When Infinity War came why, out, right?
1: Why do I think? Oh, you know what came out when we were in high school? Didn't um.
0: The last Star Wars movie. Well,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, well, not the
0: last one, but
1: the uh
0: <laughs> last prequel,
1: Batman Begins. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. that's
0: that's oh four oh five, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because Dark Knight came out the same year Iron Man did,
0: yeah. I believe. So I think that that's this is kind of the beginning of the expanding casts and franchise movies. Yeah, uh,
1: I agree with that. Whether
0: you think that's good or bad, your mileage may vary. I guess, but for the most part, I, I think it's kind of a good thing.
1: Why would having like big casts be bad?
0: Uh, some people kind of lament the loss of the the kind of temple, the same kind of temple like blockbusters that we used to get. Um, where things weren't always expected to be a franchise. That's kind of an expectation. Oh, in a lot of, like, I see. Modern media.
1: I see. I see. You can still do a standalone movie with yeah. like a big cast.
0: Yeah, for sure. But people, uh, the success of like the, the expanded universe movies led a lot of studios to try to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and to the, to some people's opinion, like the detriment of other standalone projects they could have been doing instead. But, you know, people, diff- people, different strokes for different folks.
1: People pay for them. People yeah. like people went to go see these. People went to go see all the Harry Potter I mean I did.
0: Yeah. I saw I saw all the Harry Potter movies in, in theaters.
1: Yeah. There were only like five or six Marvel movies that I didn't see in theaters. Yeah. Five or six? I don't know. Maybe less. Ant
0: Man and the Wasp, we didn't see.
1: I didn't see Iron Man.
0: Or I, Iron I Man Two. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp and For me I think that's it.
1: And Spider Man?
0: Oh, yeah, and the Spider-Man movies, didn't see those in theaters. So, three for me.
1: I don't
0: know. And I was always like, I gotta see the midnight showing.
1: Dude, I miss midnight showing. Me too. What was your last midnight showing? I'm not sure. Mine was the first Hobbit movie.
0: I feel like I went to one after that. I know that I saw Spider-Man 3 at a midnight showing. Good
1: God, why?
0: (laughs) Way back when. This is that Spider Man 3 at a Midnight Showing? I remember seeing I'm Captain not, uh, Pirates 3 at a Midnight Showing. I remember dude, seeing Pirates yes. at a Midnight Showing.
1: I went and saw Pirates 2 at a Midnight Showing. I tell you what, when, when freaking Barbosa walked down those stairs, the whole theater just lost their mind. A, because it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and B, because it was just like, oh my God.
0: You know, I think that the opening scene of Pirates 3 is excellent. Pirates,
1: yeah, Pirates was also this era, right? Because Pirates came out the same year Return of the King did.
0: Yeah, the first movie came out two thousand and three. Yeah, yeah. So it's also like the same era, and there's those movies have a pretty big cast of named characters that impact the plot.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. More that's than why half a dozen. That's why I'm thinking of like
0: like early
1: and, 2000s fran- movie franchises and characters guys up in plot. the first
0: movie that don't pay off until the third movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff in those. Uh, they were well. They were well planned.
1: No They really have their problems, Pirates. but yeah, <laughs> Johnny Depp.
0: <laughs> separate from him. They have their problems. No, I know. But yeah. I don't know, I could I could talk about that stuff all for a while cuz I think that there's a lot of trends you can trace back now to 20 years ago that we're still seeing the effects of. Mm-hmm. Um that I I feel like I haven't seen a whole lot of like discourse about, but to me it looks really apparent.
1: That's cuz we've been living in these movies for 4 years.
0: Yes. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Literally. Four years.
0: Yeah. So, if you want to join the discussion about uh, that topic or anything else we talked about on today's episode or any episode, you can head to the Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. It's fairly active most of the time. There's lots of memes, uh, but go check that out. And we'll be back tomorrow to, well, f- figure out what else is going on around this door being broken down.
1: I'm excited to have this conversation about the conversation that's coming up.
0: Yeah. I I really like this, this next little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah, I do too. Bye. Bye.